gesungen von Moshe Kusowitzki. Und jetzt, jetzt wird Leibe Speritzes öbnet nach Hecher, vorgelehnt von Michel ben Avram. Und der Nemirover fleckt zwischen Zeit jeden Frühmorgen nellen werden. Verschwinden. Man fleckt ihm nicht sehr in Ergetz. Nicht in Schiel, nicht in Beidebotem de Roschem, nicht bei Arminien und in der Reim, Avaden, Avaden nicht. Die Stube ist gestanden offen. Wer es hat gewollt, ist er rein und er ist gegangen. Gegangen wird beim Rebben hat man nicht. Wo kann sein der Rebbe? Nur wo soll er sein? Mein Astam im Himmel. Wenig Geschäften hat der Rebbe fahren, um ihn Räum zu versorgen. Idelach können ihn noch auf ein paar Nüsse, Scholem, gesund, gute Schiduchem. Und die sind sind doch groß. Und der Sotten mit seinen tausend Teugen guckt von einem Welt bis der Zweite. Und wer soll helfen, als nicht der Rebbe? Also hat der Eulam getracht. Einmal ist aber angekommen ein Liedfack, lacht er. <lacht> Ihr kennt doch die Liedfackes. Von Mussers vor ihm halten sie wenig. Weiß der Liedfack eine feirische Gemurre, die Augen stärkt er uns. A viele Mäusche Rabbeine weist er, und bei ihm leben nicht er konnte er euch vom Himmel. Nur geh sparsig mit der Liedfack. Wo denn kommt da in der Rebbe? <lacht> mein Deige. Entweder ein Zieht mit der Achsel, und doch geht der Dieber, was er liebt verkorn, ist er sich mehr zu der gehenden Sache. Noch demselben Vernacht, bald noch Meiref, gambet sich der Liedfach zum Rebben in Heidera rein, legt sich unter den Rebbens Bett und liegt. Er muss sehen, wo der Rebbe kommt dahin, was er tut, liches Zeit. Ein anderer wird auf Schrein gedrimmelt und verschlüffende Zeit. Ein Liedfack tut sich an Eize. Lernt er sich heusen, wenn ich eine ganze Messerte. Vertok härter, wie mir klappt es liches. Der Rebbe ist schon nicht geschlüffene Zeit. Er hört ihm schon auf Schraganze schon krächzen. Wer es hat gehört, dem Nemirover krächzen weist, wie viel Zar war Kolis Röhl, wie viel Jesurem es hat gesteckt in sein jeden Krechts. 
Alit verkotter aber ein Eisenharz, härter zu und liegt sich weiter. Der Rebbe liegt sich euch. Der Rebbe soll leben auf dem Bett, der Litwak unter dem Bett. Der noch Herr der Litwak wie die Betten in Häus heute Monstrieben. Wie die Benebeis haben sich heraus von den Betten. Wie man murmelt ein jüdisch Wort, man gießt Wasser auf die Nägel. Meude hat er gewähnt, der Litwak. Als wenn er es geblieben, meiner allein mit den Reben, ist ihm befallen an Eime. Die Heut ist ihm schon aufgelaufen vor Schreck. Eine Kleinigkeit. Mit den Reben und sliches Zeit war Tag allein in der Strub. Ein Lied war doch aber eingespart, zittert wie ein Fisch in Wasser und liegt. Endlich steht der Rebbe sein Leben auf. Früher tut er, was er darf tun. Dennoch geht er zu, zu dem Kleideralmer und nimmt er euch ein Päckel. Es beweisen sich peurische Kleider, leibende Pludern, große Stiefel, Asserminge, a Futterenhittel mit a breiten, langen Läden im Pass. Der Rebbe tut es so. Von der Keschene von Serminge starrt der Reus ein Eck von a groben Strick, von a peurischen Strick. Der Rebbe geht der Reus, der Litfak noch. Der Rebbe beigt sich ein von unter a Bett, nimmt der Reus a Hack, verlegt sie unter dem Pass, und geht er aus vom Stub. Ein stiller Junge am Neuem, die Kapachat, wiegt sich über die dunkle Gassen. Oft reißt sich er aus ein Geschrei von Sliches von Ergez am Minien oder ein kranker Krechts von Ergez am Fenster. Der Rebbe hält sich halt in die Seiten von den Gassen, in die Schotten von den Häuser. Von einem Häus zum anderen schwimmt er aus und der Litwak noch ihm. Und der Litwak hört, wie sein eigen Harz klappen, mischt sich zusammen mit dem Kolf und Reben schwerer Tritt. Aber gehen geht er. Ihn kommt zusammen mit den Reben aus der Stadt heraus. Hinter der Stadt steht der Wäldl. Der Rebbe soll leben, nimmt sich im Wäldl rein. Er stellt sich ab bei Abbeimel. Und der Litwak wird nie wenn ich stäumen. Sendig, wie der Rebbe nimmt der Reus vom Pass de Hack, ihn schluckt den Bäumel rein. Er seht, wie der Rebbe hackt und hackt. Er wie das Bäumel krächzt und knackt. Und das Bäumel fällt. Und der Rebbe spalt es auf Lippes. Die Lippes auf dine Scheitlach. Und er macht sich ein Bindel Holz, nimmt es herum mit dem Strick von Keschene, er warf das Bindel Holz über die Plätzes und geht. In ein Hintergessel stellt er sich bei einem halb eingebrochen Heisel in Klapton im Fenster. Wer is? fragt man der Schrocken für Stubereus. Der Litfak der kennt, als es ist ein Kohl von Aidene, von einer kranken Ridene. Ja, entweder der Rebbe in peurischen Luschen. Kto ja? fragt man weiter auf den Stub. Und der Rebbe entweder weiter auf malerussisch Luschen. Vassil? Was für ein Vassil? Und was willst du, Vassil? Holz! Holz habe ich zu verkaufen. Sehr billig. Bekommt sich in einem Holz. Und nicht warten, die Käufe zu nimmt er sich in die Stube rein. Der Litwak gammelt sich euch herein und beim grauen Licht vom frühen Morgen seht er an eurem Stub zerbrochen, eurem Kleibeis, 
in Bett liegt der kranke Idene, verwickelt mit Schmattes, und sie sagt mit der Bitterkohl, Käufen? Mit wo soll ich käufen? Wo hab ich auch einmal meine Geld? Ich will dir borgen, entweder verstellt der Vassil, in ganzen sechs Groschen. Von wann will ich dir bezahlen? Narischer Mensch, seh, du bist ein Norme kranke Idene, und ich getreu dir das bissel Holz. Ich bin betuach, hat er es bezahlen. Und du hast das auch starken, größten Gott und getreuste nicht. Und wer wird mir einheizen? Ich hab den Keuer häuft zu stehen. Mein Sohn ist auf der Arbeit geblieben. Ich will der einheizen euch. Und reinlegen dich das Holz hinaufen. Oder er bekrächzen die gesagt von Sliches dem ersten Pismen. Und als er hat untergezunden und das Holz hat freilich gebrannt, hat er gesagt schon ein bisschen lustiger von des Liches dem zweiten Pismen. Dem dritten Pismen hat er gesagt, wenn es hat sich alles gebrannt und er hat die Blech vermacht. Der Litwak, was hat das Holz gesehen, ist schon geblieben an Nemiro Welchoset. Und später, oi Bachoset hat am Old erzählt, als der Nemirov erhäubt sich häuft sliches Zeit jeden Frühmorgen und flieht er auf in Himmel herein. Fleckchen der Litfak nicht lachen, nur zugeben stiller Reid. Eub nicht, noch ächer. Der alter Chasen, gesungen von Moshe Kusewitzki. Oh, no. 
Sing. 
Kassen mit der Gabe, gesungen von Moshe Kusewitzki. Mit 
kein Feder Und meine Bobe Ist auf viele nicht geschlafen Mit kein Feder, was hat er zu tun mit Federn Ich bin Labour news from around the world, which is what we present to you each week so we can be up to date with what's going on around our globe. This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour World Report recorded on Friday, September 22nd, 2023. I'm Mark Belanger. In the report this week, how unions in Ukraine are coping with the war. Unions fighting back against right-wing attacks on trans people. The Labor Start report about union events and singing. This is Radio Labor. Labor unions in Ukraine are wholeheartedly supporting their government in the war against Russian aggression. But at the same time, the government is trying to weaken labor legislation in the country. I spoke to Eric Lee about the unions in Ukraine. Eric is the founding editor of Labor Start, the labor movement's news and campaigning service. I reached him while he was in Kiev this week, meeting with various labor and civic society organizations. I asked him why he was in Ukraine. I've come to Ukraine to find out what's going on here, to talk to trade unionists, to workers, uh, to learn what their needs are, and to find out how we can help them. Who have you met? I've had endless meetings. I forgot who most of them were, but I, I met with the leaders of the two trade union confederations, 
the FPU and the KVPU. And some of their staff, I met with the head of the teachers' union, one of the largest unions. I met with people from the railway workers, aviation workers, left-wing groups, and LGBTQI activists, and people from the Solidarity Center. Who is setting up all of these meetings for you? A lot of them were people that I knew through the, the Ukraine Solidarity Campaign in Britain, which has been very successful. And the Solidarity Center, which is you know, run by the AFL-CIO, has really good connections. They've been helpful. They've been meeting rooms also, and they arrange by travel. So the people that you have been meeting, what are they telling you? Yeah, they tell me lots of things. I'm going to have to write quite a bit about this. But basically, they're, they're, they're quite tough, Ukrainians. You know, they're, they're not going to be pushed around, and the unions are part of the Ukrainian nation. They're absolutely 100% on the side of their country in this war and doing everything they can. They're standing firm. That's what they're telling me. What's been the, the impact of the war on Ukraine's workers and their unions that they've been telling you about? The impact has been, of course, terrible, catastrophic. In some sectors of the economy, like aviation, are completely shut down. Other sectors have been you know, massive cuts in what they can do. I've heard things like the teachers, their salaries have been dropping, plummeting to like 200 euros a month. Which is, even in a cheap country, it's way too low. They're really suffering. And, of course, they have very large numbers of members of the unions have been drafted or volunteered for the army. In some cases, the 20% of, of union members have gone off to the front. These are staggeringly high numbers. So the impact has been a, a massive blow to the working people and to the unions. So tell me about the unions. What role have they been playing in the war? Yeah, you know, I've seen this in practice. This is an extraordinary thing. You walk into the headquarters of the KVPU, which is the second largest federation, and the first thing you see are all the the rolls of, of, of film to cover windows and the bandages and all the medical equipment. And Solidarity said there was a whole room full of this stuff. They're collecting aid, and they're sending cars and trucks out to the uh, the front lines and giving them out to the villages that are being under bombardment and giving aid to the members of the Army. There's a lot of kind of popular support for the Army, and people are bringing them stuff and helping take care of them. So direct practical intervention is what I'm seeing a lot of. Now, I have to ask you this question. Before the sure. war started, that which is more than a year ago now, yes. there were there were stories about unions not being treated very well by the government in Ukraine. Has that changed, or has just been set aside because of the of the combat? It hasn't been entirely set aside. In fact, a year ago, last summer, had the war been going on for six months, the government decided this was a good time to introduce labor legislation that would weaken the unions, and the unions asked. Uh, the me and Labor start to launch a big international campaign, which we did, calling on the government to back down. The government backed down a bit, but they remain committed to this kind of labor law reform that'll weaken the unions. So I asked the unions, like, what do you think of, of your government? And one of them said to me today, it was, it was the best answer I heard. He said, we have the same enemy. Well, that would be an answer, wouldn't it? That Yeah. It, it would be an answer. So I guess when you have the Russian army at your throat, the labor legislation kind of pales in significance. So tell us, what do they need from the international labor movement? Yeah, first of all, they I mean they need solidarity, right? They need a sense that people understand what's going on here and are on their side. So the decision about Britain's trade union congress this week, I don't know if you're going to report on that in radio labor, but they made a historic decision expressing full support for the people of Ukraine against the Russian aggression, and that's fantastic. They love it when trade union leaders come over here for visits. I'm I'm not the first trade unionist to come, I'm not the last the head of the ITUC and head of the ETUC are coming next month. So that kind of support, coming and visiting, sending them stuff, and of course sending them aid. You know, the, the American Federation of Teachers gave them a whole bunch of generators for schools, the stuff they really, really need. 
you know, they can't rely on power and stuff like that. So they're, they want practical support and they want messages of solidarity. They want to know that they're not alone. One of the tactics used by fascists is to pick a topic like gender identity and then lie about how schools are indoctrinating children. This is happening all over the world. As an example, hundreds of demonstrators held rallies in Canada this week to attack trans people and schools that are helping children who are struggling with their identities. Unions organized many counter-rallies. One of the labor organizations which opposed the right-wing demonstrations was the Canadian Union of Public Employees branch in the province of Ontario, known as CUPE Ontario. I talked to the president of the organization, Fred Hahn, about the demonstrations. Mr. Hahn, why do you think these rallies against trans people and others were held? I think it's actually been well documented by groups like the Center for Hate on Bias and Extremism that in fact these rallies were funded and organized by far-right extreme groups. These are the same folks who tried a number of years ago to whip up a fervor against Islamophobia and against immigrants. This is another attempt to divide our communities. And this time, they have decided to try to persuade, well, to lie, frankly, lie to parents in order to bring division into our communities. And they've decided to target trans youth, some of the most vulnerable folks in our communities. It is despicable. What do you hope people, such as students, educators, communities, workers, gain by yesterday's counter-protest? I think that it provides a real opportunity for folks to talk to one another. I've received many messages from people who claim to be parents about their children, and I keep suggesting to them that they should talk to their children about the curriculum, about what happens at school, that they should get a copy of the curriculum and understand that some, that all of the lies they are being told by these extremists are in fact lies. There is no attempt to indoctrinate people at school. And look, I know this, I think, uh, perhaps better than others. I was raised in rural Ontario in a Catholic family going to Catholic school. Every book I read, every song I heard on the radio, every television show, every movie, everybody in my family, everyone I knew was heterosexual, and yet I am gay. I I wasn't indoctrinated, although I was surrounded. The mistake that is being made here, whether it be about sexual orientation or about gender identity, is that you can't change someone into something they are not. This is really about ensuring that our schools are safe for everyone, that they're welcoming for everyone, and that we have communities that are welcoming for everyone. CUPE Ontario represents about 300,000 unionized employees around the province. What does CUPE Ontario want to have happen? Well, I mean, we are an incredibly democratic union-like Many other unions, of course, uh, the union movement is a very democratic movement. We hold an annual policy convention where members hold leaders to account, uh, debate our budgets, how our money should be spent, and pass policy resolutions. And I'm quite proud to say that for many, many years now, resolutions supporting us 
standing up against those who would try to spread hate in our communities, pass unanimously in the defense of trans folks and queer folks against racism, against those, again, who would try to divide our communities. And the reason our members feel so passionately about this is because by and large, people understand that as working people, we don't have the luxury of being divided from one another. The real challenge here is that while we've been spending time talking about falsehoods and lies, corporations are making a way like bandits. Corporations like GM are forcing workers on strike while they're making multiple billions of dollars in profit and paying their CEOs millions of dollars, $29 million a year. There's a real economic problem that we should be facing. The affordability crisis, the rent and housing crisis. These are the focus that working people should work on together, band together. These right-wing extremists want to divide us from one, one another, distract us into arguing with one another so that we don't actually take on the folks we should be taking on. The corporations and the rich who are profiting while the rest of us are suffering. Here with his report about union events is Labor Start correspondent Derek Blackadder. This week, our top story section included links to the news that uh, Brazil and the United States have uh, an agreement to work together to promote decent work, a general strike against regressive labor law reforms in Greece, and calls by Education International, the Global Union Federation for Education Workers, for the release from prison of Iranian teachers union activist Jafar Ibrahimi. A random sample from our news pages includes articles about the demand by African unions for the inclusion of workers in global debt discussions, the struggle of leather workers in Bangladesh. But my favorite pop story of the week came from France, where Apple Store workers are preparing for a walkout just prior to the release of the latest iPhone. On our Working Women news page, you'll find stories about the fight for harassment-free workplaces in the United Kingdom's television industry and how the lessons learned in that struggle in Lesotho are being shared with women workers globally. And, of course, we carried a large number of stories about this week's International Equal Pay Day. Stories appearing on our Health and Safety page and Newswire this week include lead exposure concerns being taken up by the Australian Electrical Workers Union, the deaths of 18 mine workers in South Africa, and the horrendously unhealthy and completely unregulated work performed by social media moderators in Ireland. Our current photo of the week is a shot of a banner displayed in Karachi last week as unions there marked the 11th anniversary of a garment factory fire that killed over 250 workers. On that banner are photos of many of the dead. Labor Start hosts online solidarity actions at the request of unions around the world. This week we'd like to highlight an urgent appeal for online solidarity with a trade union activist in Iran. If you can spare just a few seconds, you can do your part in the struggle by sending a solidarity message. Look for details of this and other campaigns on our site. This is Derek Blackadder from Labor Start, reporting for Radio Labor. Now here is the American folk singer Woody Guthrie with All You Fascists Are Bound to Lose.
You may be surprised People in this world are getting organized You're bound to lose You fascists bound to lose That's it. Labor news you can use. I'm Mark Belanger. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity. You are listening to Jair 88 FM on radio or via the web on www.j-air.com.au. The final track we'll be hearing today is titled Peace in the Streets. It's being sung by the late Adrian Cooper on her CD titled Enchanted, a new generation of Yiddish song. You've been listening to a Mullen Haint, past and present, on jair.com.au, the voice of diversity in Jewish Melbourne. We welcome comments and suggestions so please send emails to bunjair at yahoo.com.au That's B-U-N-D-J-A-I-R at yahoo.com.au So till we speak again, Chabashaft and Zeit Gesund.
Thank you. 
Hi, this is Barry Rogers, presenter for the program Beersheba Vision that goes to air every Wednesday at 2pm on your local radio station J-Air 88.0 FM. It is a program inspired by the Australian victory at Beersheba in World War I. It is a Christian Zionist program dedicated to building bridges between the Jewish and Christian communities and keeping alive the values and freedoms that the Anzacs fought for. Alex First here with a reminder you can support J-Air by joining as a member. Go to j-air.com.au, $54 a year, that's all it 